It was a balmy 17 degrees. Balmy. I went out into um, Sherwood Forest. There was a boat. Were you naked? Not yet. What is happening? Welcome to this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop. We are a live play 5e D&D podcast set in the magical home brood world of Aerith. My name is Mark and I'm the Dungeon Master. And also with us for today's episode, we've got Darren who plays the human fighter rogue, Robin. We're running towards the tower. Oh, I thought that was more, but that's great. We've got Casey who plays the human champion, Helena Sleekgard. And we're gonna kill them, all the people. We've got Danny who plays the human cleric, Claude. Or are they people? Or were they people? It's a matter of debate. Gallery plays the gnome sorcerer of Folly Fizzabang the Ninth. They were people. That's who we'll kill. Will, who plays the human bard Karstan. So run like the wind. Ian, who plays the dragonmore barbarian paladin Drago. And don't die. That was beautiful, guys. That was beautiful. Hit song there. That, we should splice that together. Hit single. That would beat whoever's on number one at the moment. You know, we Michael could get Jackson. the Christmas number one if we release it right. We could get the Christmas number one with that. Do you reckon? Well, it's yeah, worth a shot. You know, if if all our fans, you know, my mum, you know, the, yeah. you know everyone, everyone James fans together, James, you know, James Chapman, James Chapman, James Chapman, James Chapman. James. James. he could he could play it over his workplace um, <laughs> audio speakers. There you go. Yeah, that's going to increase our fan base. Yeah, we should stop talking about him. Maybe he James Chapman is our fan base. Hi, James. <laughs> <laughs> We're basically, Hi, James. We're basically we love it's, you. It's, a, it's a show I, for James, isn't it? I would wager money right now that when James is listening to this, it's a Friday, probably about three o'clock, and he's sat with a cup of tea. Yeah. But to all our other listeners out there, <laughs> welcome to you. Who are 68 years old. <laughs> <laughs> whatever time of day it is, or wherever, you are whenever you are. Even if you are 68. Whenever. Wherever we want to thank you for being here. You know, actually, what you know what Darren does look a bit like Shakira. I'm not going to make a reference. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Lie. No, I was. I was going to talk about how you know. Never mind. Um. So Old, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So yeah. on last week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop, we were riding into battle behind the phalanx of the Obsidianist armored horses, Whoa. armored to their hilt. Uh, we had eight thousand strong in front of us. Garmir was at the lead of this battalion. The fourth battalion of the Obsidianus crashing into the undead. The idea being to force a channel through the uh, the sea of the I say undead, but the the blight, the abyssals, and all kind of forces of evil that's been drawn towards this tower. And we were forcing our way through in a large, deep chevron position. We had another force off to our left flank, uh, attacking kind of the main bulk of the force. And this idea, what we were going through was the kind of side pincer movement-esque thing on the right flank to try and kind of get our way closer into the tower quicker so we can get in and uh, do your business. Onyx Reaver in the book. Bish, bash, bosh. Finish the blight. We all go and have a pint down at the half hoof inn. Now... We, got, we were getting there, and we had a lovely moment of making our way there. Uh, the horses sped up to full gallop, uh, and then we started hitting problems. Then we hit the lines of the blight, and that's when stuff started to change. You pass over the dead, blackened, grey land, 
and we had an accident. We had an accident and Claude, despite praying to Akiva, couldn't quite jackknife round the, uh, the body of a, 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 some kind of disgusting demonic creature eating a horse. Jackknife and fell off his horse, bucking off. And the same with Folly as well. They found themselves kind of face down in the dirt with the rest of the group riding off, only Karstan noticing with his um, uh, game-breakingly high perception that this had happened. The initial force has ridden off. We were just behind it. And then behind them were a, a secondary force, like a, a rearguard force that then kind of ran past and through Folly and Karstan. And they took some damage from that as well. The rest of the party have kind of clip-clopped on ahead somewhat. Clip-clopped. They've moved on ahead somewhat, um, but slowed down. And what we left last week's episode on was these huge, hulking, um, kind of giant skeletons. Skeletons of giants, not just big skeletons of giants, armoured giants, um, ripping themselves out of the putrid death um, of, of, of the Blightlands and appearing hulking over them about 10, 15 feet high, especially standing over Folly and over Claude. The rest of the party are a little bit of the way away, and the rain continues to fall, slightly heavier now, still windless, the clouds still swirling in the sky, and now the echo of battle seems to hit your ears from all angles. You hear it from every side. And the rest of the party, as you look forward, you see two lines of the Obsidianas crashing in. But what you start to notice, the further they ride off, you notice the channel they're making is probably five, six, seven hundred feet wide. This is a huge gaping chasm they're making for you. However, there are enemies on the flanks. And as the, the group continues to push through, the sides start to close in. And so you know you have a limited amount of time. I'm just going to move you over to the right map on roll 20. It's huge. Oh, shit. It's a big map. So just uh, move to the very center. You should see four characters to the north that I've managed to put you on horses. Congrats. You've now got steeds. You should be able to control your steeds. Um, To the south, you should see to the bottom, to the southwest, Claude, you are there with uh, one of your giant chums to the north. And Folly, you're there with your giant friend to the west. The two red things either side of you both are your horses. I've just tinted them red to show that they are spooked. At the moment, they're going to be running away. We find ourselves kind of at the back of a battle. Battle happening all around us. I say battle, a massacre happening around us. To the left, to the right, in front. Just behind is our only safe haven at the moment. These two huge giant creatures stand over folly and cast uh, folly and claude and the main bulk of the party we find ourselves probably at 60 70 feet um in front of folly and claude at this moment in time the only person who is aware of the situation is castan so we're going to start over with you guys pre-initiative just letting you guys set yourselves up for what you want to do um, before we drop into initiative order. So, is there a line of, sorry. Go ahead. Is there a line of um, cavalry between us and the big monsters? Because you've said how they, obviously they, they passed over. So are we going to have to make our way back through a line of cavalry that's just charged over? In fi- it, yes. So I mean, in theory, they can see you. You're on horseback. So if you were just to slow down, you could let them pass 
by you, they could easily make their way around you. You wouldn't have to be trampled by them like right. uh, uh, they were, because you're very obviously there. They can see you as they approach. Okay. I just haven't managed uh, to... Roll20 won't support that many riders, unfortunately. That's, no, that's cool. Um, because you don't know what's in the fog of war. That's all I'm saying. I mean, we can see to the right of the map, just, just so you know, mate. Uh, just to check for consistency oh, with last time. <laughs> I, I thought Robin and Drago were out of earshot, but maybe my notes are wrong. I'm just wanting to check that now. Why wouldn't it let I me hide to... it? Is it hidden it now? Yeah, yes, I can't say it anymore. Oh, man. Oh, no, I've done too much. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I need to get the fuck out of here. Um, uh, Darren, me and you last time tried to make uh, uh, perception checks to see whether or not we saw it, and, and we it, failed yeah. it. That's that, it. That was where we left it for us. Yeah. We had failed the check. That's it. So we weren't it out necessarily of earshot mean... of Karstam. We were no. out of earshot no. of knowing that they'd fallen. Great. You're not necessarily yeah, out of earshot would... of anything. Just you, you were not paying we attention to it at all. We didn't notice it. Fine. And I think I'd said something, but you hadn't noticed it, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we'll start over uh, probably with the main part of the group. So, Helena, Karstan, uh, Robin, and Drago at the at the front there. So, okay. uh, is there anything you want to say or do? So, Karstan's going to sort of cast his... He's going to look over his shoulder and sort of look a little bit, a little bit dismayed by the fact that um, Folly and Claude are... Um, down and he he can see something obviously the other side of all the cavalry but can't see that much because of all the dust and that not kicking off uh he's going to turn to the others and say we've lost claude and folly they've fallen behind you're all close enough to hear that as well as he shouts it quite clearly surely we can't can we go back or have we got i mean we got enough room to go back we need to we need to let the second battalion moving through we can let the wave pass over us I'm gonna look back at I'm gonna look at Drago and say we had a plan B and it was to fly. We need to make a decision whether we're getting to the tower or we're going back. Fuck this. Let's just slow the horses up. Okay, Carstan starts to slow his horse. Rocket okay. does the same. And, and as you uh, you start to slow the horses down, you see you feel the the, the immense heat and energy of that second kind of um, reserve battalion with the Majas of the Okriskra and uh, other soldiers kind of pass through and by you at, at, at galloping at speed. And they don't really say anything to, to you as they kind of rush past three, four, five lines of soldiers, probably about six, seven hundred in total, uh, riding at full gallop past you. They manage to just swerve around you. One of them accidentally knocks into um, the kind of the, the flank of the armor of your right side, um, Drago, but doesn't cause any damage. Just kind of jolts the horse ever so slightly as they try and fumble past on the uneven dead ground they find themselves on. So you manage to slow yourselves down, which puts you probably just a little bit further north um but you're still kind of kind of at a canter now um this is probably where we will jump into initiative order just so i can jump between the two of you okay so could i ask just to just to ask a question yeah. um if it's a role let me know but now that we've slowed down and as you've said everyone's moved past us is there is from us to them what's the gapping like is there like more armies undead or is it clear land? Can I it, actually see Folly and uh, Claude? Aside from the fact that I couldn't put 600, um, you know, mounted riders coming past you, you can see what you can see that's on, on the battlefield. So it's clear. It's nothing. Okay. There's literally nothing there except these two, you know, 12, 13 foot giant skeletons hulking over. You see the two horses bolting away. It's flat. 
arid, dead, molden, right. moldy ground, just lumps and bumps of battle. I've this very much feels like the Somme to me. Um, so we're at the back of the about, vanguard now. Yeah, pretty much about a hundred, okay. hundred fifth, hundred and twenty feet uh, away from them at the moment. So horse, horses, you're going to get sixty feet of movement. It's two rounds to get to him um, if you choose to want to. So can I please ask that we all roll initiative? Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, boys. <laughs> We're all gonna die. Is Helena taking her go sometime next week? Is that by her role? No. Okay. So, uh, did anyone get twenty plus? Oh my lord! This is going to be fun. Uh, did anyone get 15 to 20? I got exactly 20. You got exactly 20. Robin, what did you get? 17. And Helena? 15. Okay. Karstan, Robin, and Helena. Okay. Uh, 10 to 15? Oh, 10. 10 from Drago. Oh, going low in the order, guys. I'm well is Drago here. So Drago. Oh, my spelling. And then Folly. You put yeah. Drago and Brood, right? And Brood. That's Thank what the horse you. is called. Oh, yeah, I forgot. On. I forgot your Witcher horse. Um, and uh, Folly, just have interest. What did you roll? I got a six. Okay, that's not too bad. Get your shit rolls out of the way now. I guess that's fair enough. Um, I really hope I am. Claude. I got a one. For two in total. Excellent. Well, it could be worse. You could have had a one and with no mod, you know, modifier. Yeah, it's true. And um, so just so you know, obviously the horses are kind of tied to your initiative just for ease. So for Folly and Cast for, sorry, Folly and Claude, your horses will be moving on your turn. I will be I'll be controlling their movement as at the moment. They are spooked and are not under your control. I'm not sure you'd know what to do with them, even if they were yours. And you also can see now the party ahead, these two massive uh, creatures kind of hanging over um, Folly and Claude, Folly Folly and Claude, each one of them with its own creature kind of standing over it, uh, hulking over it. These things seem to wield uh, cleavers, huge cleavers, probably three foot wide, cleavers massive things that are probably uh, eight nine feet in length anyway so this thing literally would cut a normal human in half um so it's 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 they're, they're looking pretty pretty painful uh kind of these misshapen iron wrought iron helmets that seem to have bent horns on them just gaunt holes for eyes but just you, you can't even see that far up really because these things are just so so tall and kind of a strangely a muscularity to them even though they are nothing but bone and demonic evil presence we're going to jump straight into the initiative order Karstan, you're top of the list what do you want to do Okay, I uh, Karstan will uh, wheel his horse around, um, and I will move, and I will sort of spur it forward uh, onwards, uh, sixty feet towards where, um, where Claude is. So, can someone measure sixty feet from me, please, so I can know how far I'm going? Thank you. Sorry. Many thanks. So I 
clip clop 60 feet that way. Clip clop, clippity clop. And as he reaches that point, um, Castan will sort of um, rise up in the stirrups. So he's uh, almost like, like he's just rising up off them and he will shout um, a, a vicious mockery towards uh, the creature that's towering over Claude. Okay, lovely. So that's going to be, is that a... Um, a wisdom saving throw, wisdom please. Throw. Quick, get his stats up. 14. Uh, that fails. Okay. So it will take, oh, eight points of psychic damage. Lovely. And uh, its next attack roll uh, is at disadvantage. Ooh, very nice. That's a nice little touch there. And that's on the one that uh, Claude is in contact with. Yes, it's towering over Claude. So that's now, so its next attack roll. So if it, if it has multi-attack, it's only the first one it makes. Thank you for that clarification. That's good to know. Awesome. Thank you very much. Anything else you want to do, Karsan? Um, no, I think everyone's out of range of um, my inspiration, so no, I'll hold it for now. Fair enough, thank you very much. Uh, Crackalackin, down to Robin. Robin, you're up next. You've just seen uh, Karstan about turn, which works because he was the one who noticed first. About turn, run off and just scream something towards one of these creatures and you see it kind of, it's back kind of head and its head kind of twitch a little bit at the dissonant whispers. Um, what do you want to do? Uh, what Robin is going to do is he's going to about turn his own horse and he is going to just start to trot in the direction of Folly. And then all of a sudden he's going to glance around the battlefield and realize that the quickest thing, that the best thing that can happen here is that we get them out of there as quick as possible. So he's going to turn to Helena and he's going to just say, we need to give them covering fire. Drago, get Folly as quick as you can. And he's going to draw a bow. And he's just going to shoot at the one near Folly. Okay, nice. Roll to hit. That's a 23 to hit. Yep, that hits. It takes... Is it engaged with Folly? No, it's not, is it? No, it's not, no. Okay. It takes 11 points of magical piercing damage then. Love these arrow thuds into like it's... Oh, uh, sorry. And can it make a wisdom saving throw, please? 17. Meets and beats. It would have been distracted to go for anyone but me. But Ah, unfortunately, it meets. So it meets and beats. Well, the Um, arrow hits into the shoulder, glances off, but you see some of the bone chip off with it, doing a little bit of damage, okay? Okay. Um, I'm then going to just see that it's still probably focused very much on folly and just shoot again. Okay, roll to hit. Uh, 30 to hit. That hits. I'm not even going to say what I rolled because I'll get stick for it. <laughs> was it one off a crit? It was. Uh, 11 yeah. points of magical piercing damage. You are nothing but consistent. Lovely. And this is this arrow then you you uh, learn from your this long range shot. You hit the kind of left shoulder, the shoulder blade of this creature and you uh, train it in and up slightly, aiming for the base of the spine. And again, it hits and glances off. Just uh, Just... Tap, taps the armor it's got on his back, boom, but manages to hit the spine as well. You see more bone chip away from this creature. You really have to realize you arc these arrows quite high up, given how tall these creatures are. Um, they almost look like they're, it's like an optical illusion. They should be closer because skeletons are smaller, but when you st- see him stood next to this thing, stood next to Folly, you really realize how massive this is. Uh, anything else you want to do, Robin? Yeah, seeing that, I'm going to continue to make my way towards Folly as far as I can. Okie dokie. 
So moving slightly to the east and south. Awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, Helena, you've just heard that from Robin. You've seen Robin take a couple of pot shots at the creature the Folly is fighting. Uh, Karstan is off doing his shouty thing at the other one. Um, so you and Drago to turn around. What do you want to do? Um, Helena's going to nod her head at um, Robin, giving him the, yep, go ahead. And she's just going to nudge her horse into a dash. And she's going to dash, um, is it south? Yes, to um, Folly's. Uh, the one that's the one that's uh, around Folly, just because yep, that's the one okay. that's closest to her. Um, so that's going to be 120 feet if she can do that. Yeah, um, I think it'd still be, be out of range a little. Yeah, bit. that's fine. Like I think that's just going to be her only action. Okay, if you're happy with that. Yep. Okay, I'd just like to get closer to the action there. Absolutely, turn this horse around and sprint back. Uh, like hell for leather on the back of this horse, you and horse as one as uh, Marcus Aurelius. Marcus Aurelius? No. Maximus Decimus Meridius shouts in Gladiator. What a film. Alrighty then. Giants are going to have some fun. Oh. Because they just want to have fun. And they actually just start dancing. This creature couldn't dump on me. It's going to. Uh, Actually, you should mention that first. So uh, this creature (laughs) is going to lift up this cleaver. High is this kind of deep, <laughs> kind of echoes through the air, and just it comes thudding down this thing with all its forces, eyes bearing down, boring down, bearing down, whatever you want to use. Uh, they're looking at you basically, uh, folly, folly, fizzle bang the ninth, and oh, literally yeah, looking up at me. And soon, all, to be, soon to be departed, and all your ancestors as well. I told you, I will die before I make it to this tower. Oh snap! Uh, that was an uh, that's a it's a with disadvantage, isn't it? That first one. No, uh, well, the one on Claude is not the one on Folly. Yeah, oh, I've yeah. not got disadvantage. Never mind. So that first one is a ten to hit. Oh, thank God, Miss. The uh, the cleaver comes studding down, and you like you got close your eyes, almost waiting for the hit, but boom, it hits to the ground. Dust and dirt flies up into the air. Some of it landing on you as it pulls it back again for a second hit. Oh, fuck's sake, that's a ten again. Yes. It thuds down onto the other side, again, missing, um, viciously annoyed. You hear this creature as it pulls up again for a third time, bringing it down again, hopefully learning it's different, it's problem. Fucking hell. Figuring out (laughs) how to kill you this time. Uh, It's going to... 15. Miss. And just as you think that's it, it comes down directly towards you. You just step at the last minute out of the way. You're not used to moving quickly, but something just overtakes your body. And a will, a need, a want to live overtakes it. It comes smashing down so much so that you can see your reflection from from foot to head. Your reflection in this cleaver. That's how big we're talking. As it (laughs) gets dragged out again. I rolled absolute shit. That does not bode well for you all. I am so glad I put mage armor on in the dragon fight. And that thing lasts eight hours. Otherwise, that last one would have hit me. The first one, annoyingly, was a 19 and a 4. So it's the 4 that's going to go through, which is going to be a uh, uh, 12 against your armor class. First one's a miss. Second one is a 25. Hits. Thank you kindly. You're going to take 18 points of slashing damage. Slash. I thought you said AT for a second then. Yeah. Oh no. I did too. Not yet. I'm I'm working up slowly, guys. Don't worry. Don't worry. (laughs) Uh, as it, this one, instead of coming thudding down like it has with Folly, this one tries a sweeping slash out in front. 
uh, from a distance of about 10 feet away. This thing is that big. And it does, it catches you across like the shoulder blade at the front of your chest, through your armor, catching you right in the joint of your shoulder and causing a bit of damage there. That's a second hit. It's third one is a 10 against your armor class. Uh, misses. I'm just going to check. I haven't got anything that can make that pass. <laughs> oh, no. Nope, nothing for that, unfortunately. Uh, that is the end of their turn. They are undead. Well, they're dead. They're not dead. Well, they are... I don't know what I was trying to say. Anyway, that's the end of their turn. Uh, Drago and Brood. I can't believe I wrote that down, you bitch. Uh, yes! What do you want to do? Yes! Uh, Brood can move 60 foot. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. You can move 60 can with dash it. Dash for 120. Okay, so uh, Drago, just like the others, he uh, pulls hard on the reins to stop Brood and uh, pulls down uh, on the left side to swing him around and turn him about face as he hears Robin um, say to go for folly. He quickly scans the field and sees Helena make chase um, towards folly and sees that Claude's got cast down for defence. So he's going to split the difference and go towards um, Claude, knowing that Robin's gone towards folly and so is Helena. Okay. Uh, so he's going to kick with his heels into the the lower quarters of Brood and uh, and um, get him to chase hard as fast as he can for 120 foot. Nice, which gets you pretty much directly behind the creature that Claude is in combat with. Yeah, I'm getting as close as possible. I want, uh, yeah, I'm imagining Brood being as fucking fierce as, as Drago is. So, yeah, yeah. intimidation. Nice. Cool, but, oh. you're, but you're burning through, you, yeah, you're using dash to, to get there, yeah? yeah? Okie dokie, yep. lovely. So you're pretty much now directly behind it. Actually, you're kind of flanking flanking this creature now. Claude on one side, you on the other. So actually, you'll be getting advantage on this as well. Um, anything else you want to do, Drago? Yes, um, as soon as Shraga comes into eyesight with Claude, it's, try and get on. Cool, awesome, thank you very much. Uh, Folly, over to you. This creature is just thup, 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 three different hits, like trying to trying to slice along you, and he's missed each time. Uh, the last one was down to your kind of willingness and need to survive. Uh, what do you want to do? This 15-foot giant skeleton is just boring down on you with a massive cleaver. Um... Folly is going to initially be very petrified with this thing. This weapon is probably as big as what he is. He is in the mindset, one hit from this, and it's over for him. And he has all temptation to run right now. He's scared beyond anything else he's been. Everything else he's been able to take down with magic, but this is a whopping great big creature with a weapon as big as him. And he's going to... He's going to try something he's never tried before. He's going to try his best and he's going to try and get a bit angry. Um, Folly shirt is already kind of slightly ripped from when Karsten tried to grab him after he fell off the horse. So in the most like efficient, dramatic way, he's pulling off the rest of his shirt now completely. So he is now completely shirtless. He's got a look of determination in his eyes. Um, what he's going to attempt to do is almost matrix style. He's going to cast fly on himself and almost matrix style. He's going to try and put as much pressure in the base of his launch as what he possibly can and launch himself at this giant rucksack first. So this rucksack that weighs, I know it's been established, a, a decent amount 
is basically going to be launched at this giant just to he's going to either try and just knock him on the ground, knock him prone. He's not bothered about damage. This is full force weight of, well, over half a ton that is going to be flung at this giant from uh, Folly's flight of fancy okay. to begin with. You forgot to say if the DM will permit. Yeah, you need to say that first. Yeah, that's a massive <laughs> if the DM will permit. It's I a mean, massive I mean, if the I mean, DM I mean, will permit. I mean, permit. technically, because it will still do damage. But His actual goal is basically just to get away from the giant. So he kind of wants to... So why didn't you fly the other way? Fly up, fly yeah. the because I'm going away from everybody else then. Hmm. Right, and I'm trying to point, be dramatic. I'm trying to add flavor. Yeah, you up. said you do. Your shirt's off. Why the fuck not? Um, I, mean, I love the idea it. of Folly with his nips out fighting the undead. It's great. Oh god, yeah. He's got a tattoo of a potion on his arm as well that you've now I, seen. I, I, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought Folly was secretly a level of barbarian that we didn't know. And he's about to rage and just. Uh... I was tempted to use the word rage, but now this is what I'm going to do. He's basically going to try and fling himself at the giant backpack first to get impact with the intention of kind of flipping over and then carrying on with a bit of flight because I've got 60 feet worth of flight movement. So okay. I'm literally trying to fly through the giant. Right. You- so this is how this is, this is how we'll do that. So now this is the thing. I'll keep you on your toes. Go on. You're a projectile. Okay. Um, you're going to roll to hit. Your modifier can be your athletics modifier. Because you're that's jumping. A minus, that's great. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, that's what you get for doing something <laughs> athletic, you bitch. Um, do you want? And is the idea that you are attempting to to push it on the ground, kind of knock it on its ass? That that is the initial thing. Yeah, he wants to just full force impact, try and knock it down. Okay. So I've set a DC to knock over a very very large, a giant skeleton as a half as as a gnome. I've set the DC, given the weight difference, I think, with armor, it has, between you and it, right. and the need and speed and excess, everything else. Um, I've set the damage as well. It's like a, uh, it's not much, like you said, because it's just, a, it's like a, um, uh, what do you call it, object? Uh, it, improvised. Improvised, improvised, weapon. improvised weapon, yes. It's a D- oh, it's a D- I've got it as a D6 because it's slightly heavier because you made a big deal out of your fucking heavy rucksack. And um, so basically you're rolling to hit, use the modifier of your athletics or your, no, yeah, athletics. Um, I've got a DC for what you knock it over and I've got a different DC for um, you causing it damage. Okay. Okay. Have I used my Tides of Chaos? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> D20, go. <laughs> Sorry, not a 20. Fucking so now you, now you add your athletic score because you can't... Okay, uh, well, my athletic is minus you one, so technically check. 19. <laughs> so well, this is to roll to hit. So I, this, I definitely need to make impact. But this is the... Yeah, this is the... Uh, that's the only one I need you to roll because then I, all, everything else comes from that. I was a DC 25 to knock it off, so you were never going to get I, that, I don't think. Not a cat now, chance no. I'm going to be. <laughs> but um, the, it, you meet and beat. I, put, I said it's 19 to, uh, to cause um, a D6 damage. You cause a D6 damage. So you want to roll that... One? One. Yeah, cool, I thought so. <laughs> Fuck me. All that for one bit of damage. Um, and you are now airborne, so you, boof, you're fired up, and I've, I'm assuming you're, you kind of you've hit it, and then you're moving away from it in the opposite direction and up. Is that right? 
Yeah, so I'll basically whack it into it and then go in up and over. Okay, it's going to make an attack of opportunity against you as you move out of his... Perfectly fine. 17. Mm. Yeah, it hits it's or simple, yeah, it's no, no, I'm contemplating whether I should um, bend Mine? my look. Um, Do you have to know before, before the result? It has to be before the result, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, I don't. No, not. No, um, you can use your reaction to, to roll one d four and plan them. Welcome you to do so, you, uh, you can do so after the roll, but before okay. any effects occur. Ah, uh, is the exact wording from D and D Beyond. At the end of the episode, by the time this turn is done. Oh <laughs> fuck you! Uh, yeah, you know what? Why not? I'm going to bend. Look, I'm going to roll the d four. Um, so two, two, three points down. Uh, two. So that's enough. Good. What? Um, you, what? 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 Callum, what do you mean? Callum, you oh, Okay, I'll update you. I've Explain just it. been follied. Just, just you have to tell him what your AC is. For your DM, please. My AC is 16. Right, cool. You rolled 17. Okay, I rolled so a D4. To... I rolled a 2. Do you That's see enough. why I was confused? You just said, no, I don't, you know. It's like if I, I, I rolled a natural 20 and that doesn't hit. through my head first. Right, okay. I'm terrible. Okay. So, yes, he swings up, woof, misses you as you... How the fuck did I let you do that? Uh, you, you're now <laughs> topless in the air. I'm imagining you moved the majority of your movement to get there, so you're probably 15 feet to hit it, 15 feet. So you're at 15 feet, kind of 45 degrees up and away from it. So you're about eight or nine feet off the ground, eight or nine feet away from it as well. If Pythagoras has anything to say, he's rolling in his, uh, rolling in his grave, I'm sure. Anything, dare I say, dare I I say anything else you want well, to Well, now you've mentioned it. <laughs> No, I, I, I know you're trying to be like as good as Marty McFly on a hoverboard, but you're coming across as Biff on a hoverboard. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Right. Uh, Go on. Claude. I want to just smack him with some karma juice for Callum. Uh, I think mm-hmm. you get opportunity attack on that, Mark. I did, I rolled it. That's why I had to use my bend look. That's um, why he just told me, giant. oh yeah, I, I, and you miss. And that's why. And he's yeah. used his Tides of Chaos. So. I didn't realise. I'd used my Tides of Chaos beforehand. I couldn't use it on that one. I thought, point, I thought that was the last round of Callum, yeah. but no, it's all the same round. It's been that long. I'm surprised Mark didn't make him like roll on the uh, Wild Magic table. <laughs> well, it hasn't been a spell yet, has it? Well, well, he cast five as a spell. Oh, fuck. Right, anyway, um, <laughs> I, I, to be honest, there's so much going on. Mark's just thinking, like, I just want this turn to be you, over. Fuck off, Callum. Fuck off, Callum. Fuck off, Callum. I just, just want Callum. Callum to top, stop talking for a bit, that's all. Like, yeah, you just thought, you just thought Callum could... We never thought we'd say things you never thought you would hear yeah. in Fellowship of the Day. <laughs> Hang on. You guys know when I'm too yeah. quiet. You know when I'm too talkative. What if the what also, mate, could you shut up now? What, what, what was shocking <laughs> was the fact that the DM was happy for Folly to smell to fly naturally. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've not used a spell slot for it. Great. Up, <laughs> right, hey, shut up now, Callum. Uh, Danny, Callum, Claude, fucking hell. Claude, over to you now. Finally, I'm so sorry it took literally a week to get there. It's okay. That's but before okay. you start, we're going to have to see what happens next week's episode. Because Callum's <laughs> a whole episode. To no, um, what do you want to do? Uh, you, you hear a big bing and Callum's in the air. Oh, Callum's in the air. Folly's in the air. Um, so I've just been hit three times by this creature. Two landed on my shield. One did uh, sort of scape the side. And I just look as I'm sort of cowering behind my shield across to the east and there's Folly undressing and then getting <laughs> wings out. And as Drago rides in and says, get on the horse, I'm just going to say, I think Folly's crazy. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm going to just um, 
drop the shield temporarily, not drop it as in let go of it, just move it out of the line of sight between me and this creature that's throwing shit on top of me. I'm just going to cast Sacred Flame at it. So could the one engaged with me, Mark, make a deck save? Uh, 18. Ah, that meets. Sorry. Uh, so nothing happens. Uh, and then I'm just going to run over to Jargo's horse, try and leap myself up if that's not... If that's not an action as well, otherwise I'll just wait by the side of this horse. It will use half of your movement to get yourself up on it. Um, you're fine. You're fine. Can you move it's the gonna take, pink thing? It's going to take you 30 feet to get to it. Yeah, I won't have half the movement. All right, so I'll just come by and I'll just have a hand on Drago's horse then, on Brood. Cool. And then I'll Atta just boy. ready my other shield just to try and be like protective of me and Drago and the horse. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. That's cool, my cool. turn. Okay, that's the bottom of the turn. That's the, everyone said it, how to go. Oh, I should have also mentioned the horse's bolt. Uh, Folly's horse bolts off to the east, to the northeast. Claude, your horse, horse starts to bolt to the southwest. Now, as you start moving into positions, you start to become more and more acutely aware that the hole that's being made through the undead, through the blight, through this abyssal disgustingness, um, is temporary and will close with the other forces. This was always going to be a temporary measure. And you start to see, oh, firstly, fuck. from the northeast corner of your screen, then oh. from the east, <laughs> oh, from the northwest. Well, that was more than what I was expecting. Oh my God. It, it, it's okay, and guys. We can take the them, west. think of the XP. <gasps> Oh, fuck the XP. The forces of the undead. Basically, it's like a um, you when you run your hand through water, you move that initial bit of water, but then water comes in from behind. Mm-hmm. I've always used the metaphor that these the, the, this army, this force seems like a, a one body of water. You've probably got three or four turns oh, to get out of me. here. So far, there is nothing directly to your north, and so far, there is nothing directly to your south. So if you did want to continue on horseback, you can. These the, these these creatures are multitudinous. They are, but they, but they are slow. They are moving as one. They take some time to get into position. So you have got a couple of turns to get there if you are sensible with your options. I'm thinking maybe four rounds max before you get to a center area. Uh, Drago, Ian, sorry. Given that beautiful imagery and then what we're seeing listeners on our roll 20 is that Mark's moved in an array of monsters into the, every direction apart from north onto us. Um, we've South still got some three. distance, so they're closing okay. in. Uh, however, the horses that Folly and Claude had are running in the monster's direction. So I'm wondering if we're going to see a fucking massacre of this. Nay! Just complete decimation. I think we're going to we're going to watch the horses actually start killing undead, and we realise they're actually like ninja horses. Yeah. Should have been horses a long time. They're unicorns. Yeah. They're unicorns, and they're actually uh, you know magical unicorn uh, mages. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you know what's really funny? Ben- what? The, when I got on this horse, I said, I'm calling this one Carstan, so at least one will keep with us in the fight. And now the horse is running away. <laughs> <laughs> the irony. You know what? Like I, might just, I might just ride for the tower. <laughs> yeah, do it. go. We expected you to do it. So, so Fuck um, you, flyboy. <laughs> that, that happens. Snap. You start to realize that this, this force is closing in and you have a limited amount of time. I do like using time against you guys. You say four rounds or three? 
I don't know yet. I don't really know. Well, we don't know. It's, it's, yeah. I, it's better if we don't know. I gave you a meta estimation. Well, more to okay, give sorry, the listener sorry. an idea of them being about 120 to 200, 120 to 150 feet away and then moving relatively slowly across the map, but they are engulfing you from every angle. How, how many um, of them, sorry, are there? Sorry? How many of them are there? You cannot see thousands. where they stop. There are literally thousands oh, upon fuck. thousands upon thousands. Enough to get to level 20 on XP. I mean, at least I'd say oh. a bit more, maybe. <laughs> okay. Then, so that, that, that happens. This force starts to appear around you. And then one more thing happens. One more thing that sends an icy chill down all your spines. One thing that draws you back to times on mountainsides, times in your mind, times in some of the dreams you have had you all the way through. This. Oh, this long this. and arduous no. journey no. to the south a black mist begins to form slowly at first it, it permeates up to a slender six feet and a figure steps through a humanoid looking figure hoofed feet black skin oh fuck you spiked horns mm -hmm. almost looking like a crown but soft kind eyes however there is no sword in Grazit's hand the prototypical uh, curved multi-curved blade that was always dripping every time you fought him he stands weaponless with his arms crossed and smiles he doesn't say anything. He doesn't do anything except just appear to the south. And he stands. And he is at the top of the initiative order. That's his but, turn. Castan, your turn. What do you want to do? Um, just for, for, for whilst you're thinking about that, just for the listener, um, Ian now literally has his head, his head in his hand, <laughs> hand in his head. Casey's covering her mouth. It's all very... Uh, he yes, looks anyway. like he's lost the will to live. How far is Grazit from this? Probably about... About, 70, about 80 feet, mate. Yeah. 80 foot, okay. I mean, I was half expecting this to be Elfie, and I was about to be like, oh, good, my backup character's here. So, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Elfie. I will uh, Shit, right. Uh, okay, so Karstan is going to um, move uh, 60 foot... Um, further south, so sort of, so he's positioning himself in between uh, Helena and Drago's horse, as it were, okay. and that takes me to about there. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to look to the creature that is um, near Drago and Claude, and I would like it to make a wisdom saving throw as I try and cast cast Tasha's hideous laughter on it. Twelve. Yeah, it is now. Um, it's now prone, incapacitated, and unable to stand up for the duration of this spell. What? Um, what's the effect it has on it? Is it? Is it? That, that's it. A, cre a creature of your choice, you can see within the range, perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter. In if this spell affects it, it has, it got, has it got a lowest intelligence? Uh, intelligence score of four or less. Let me just check that. Is he an okay? No, he's no. not. We all know what he's going to do. 
Is it an intelligence score of four or less? Yes. It's got an intelligence score of four. You I'm really it. sorry. No, I just had to check that because I knew it had dickle intelligence, but I wasn't sure if it was quite low enough. So you feel like everything goes right with the spell. Everything. You're on fire. That's two in a row now. Bang, bang. Um, you're hitting these out and everything just clicks uh, with you, Castan. Uh, but it just doesn't seem to hit. It doesn't seem to, it doesn't seem to work. You can't quite get through to its neural pathways. And unfortunately, the spell fails. I'm very okay. sorry. Um, I am going to give Bardic Inspiration to Drago. Okay, which is 1d10 to use on a d20 roll, correct? Yes. Nice. All right, thank you very much, Karstan. Uh, Robin, you can also make out Grazit in the distance. You can see the forces slowly closing in around you. What do you want to do? Robin is going to see this. And his heart's going to sink a little bit. The bow that was primed is just going to drop. And he's going to glance towards Drago and Claude. And think about, just momentarily, about who and what Akiva is. And perhaps finally understand what faith is for the first time. In that sense. And instead, is then going to just say, just under his breath, good luck, old friend. And he's just going to run his horse towards Helena. And he's just going to come up alongside her and say, we can't fight that thing. They can. The Onyx Reaver has to get to that tower. We've got to go. And we've got to go now. Party split. Party split. <sighs> okay. Um, so uh, do you want to... Uh, anything else with your action? I will... I'm going to take a dodge action just in case. I'm going to put myself in front of Helena as I say that, and I'm going to take a dodge action. So anything that comes at me is with disadvantage. And Helen, I'm just right in thinking Helena has the Onyx Reaver and, and the, the book. book, The World Away. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Robin. Helena, it's your turn. Robin's just right up alongside you and has just uh, well, uttered what he has just uttered to you. What do, would you like to do? Um, I'm going the to The fate say... of the campaign rests <laughs> on your shoulders, Casey. No pressure. No, please don't. Um, Helen is going to turn to Robin um, and say, I, I agree. Do you think Folly should not come with us? Um, and as she says this, she's getting ready to turn her back and go towards the tower. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm going to leave myself there because I want to hear what Robin has to say. You can respond okay. as a free action. A few seconds. Okay. Thank you very much, Helena, for that. Yeah. Uh, the, the Robin giant... can respond as a free action in response to that. I believe. What out of turn order? Yeah, it's a, you get a free That's action, a which is up to six seconds of speech. Yeah, it's free action. In Have we played to... that? I thought we just yeah. played to speak on your turn. I'm happy See, to wait to my turn if you yeah, want to rule that. That's fine. I mean, well, the point then is if Helena could ready an action if Robin agrees to move yeah. her horse north. The th- well, the thing is, so Helena was only getting ready to, to put Folly on the back of the horse anyway. Hmm. Well, I mean, Robin just said to you, it's up to you. Pretty much, in a nutshell. So if you want to move, you could move and know that Robin will follow because he's pretty much said we should leave. If you um, wanted to, I don't want to put anything the, words in your mouth or anything okay, like that. Just, just to clarify, uh, again, I know that um, you can't necessarily tell me, in, uh, whatever. 
I'm just asking to Robin, when you're talking about they can fight them, you were talking about... He's thinking about everything he's listened, everything Drago has said about what he's needed to do to fight this thing. And he's entrusting that his friend has done that because he knows what his friend is about to do, or at least he thinks he does. Okay, yeah, no, Helen is still going to stand by what she's just done. So she's she's just said, should Folly not come uh, onto the horse? Whilst waiting for a response, she is going to get uh, ready to turn the horse around. Okay. All right, thank you very much. Uh, as you get ready to turn the horses around, uh, the, you garner the attention of the nearby giant. The giant that is also near Drago and uh, Claude is also going to turn around bright eyes and uh, face you. Uh, the one against uh, Helena and Robin, it's going to go for you, Helena, as you've just you've just made the last bit of motion and movement. That is going to be a 12 against your armor class. Misses. That is going to be a 27 against your armor class. Hits. Ouch. That is 23 points of slashing damage. Ah, easy. That's right. You're fine, you're fine. And the final hit, it's going to then pull itself back over and down onto, onto Robin this side. It's kind of taking these wild swings out. Disadvantage. With disadvantage. So it's 12, uh, that's an unnatural 20. That is with disadvantage. Uh, defensive duelist, block it away. And that just misses. Yep, I can raise my... I can use my reaction to raise my AC by my dexterity modifier. Thank you for clarifying, unlike Callum. <clears throat> I'm joking. Uh, thank you. Cool. So uh, as as it should come down, you managed to at the last minute, maybe Ghostbane, you stop and parry across just at the very last second as impulse takes over. You managed to push this huge cleaver out of out of way. The first hit, Helena, the one that hit you is a slashing hit kind of across away from your horse. I uh, didn't manage to, uh, to, to catch the horse much at all. Uh, that is the end of that dragon, uh, dragon, <laughs> that giant's turn. Um, popping over to the other two, uh, Drago is going to swing for you first to the one on horseback. You can't really see Claude under the shield. As a 21 against your armor class. Yeah, that hits. That You're not is... raged, are you, Ian? Nope. 22 points of slashing be. damage. Yeah. As it slides from left to right, then it notices Claude. Ah, it notices Claude and then comes down with its cleaver down directly on you, trying to almost smash through the shield and get through. Uh, that is... Did you say 22? Sorry. Correct, yeah. 15 against your armor class, Claude. Misses. And then try on you again. As it comes down once, it goes down again for the second time. 13. 21. Uh, that meets and beats. 30 points of slashing damage. Oh, shit. Okay. And that is... That, that is the giants' go. They are done. Drago, what would you like to do? Oh, I can't wait to find out. Mm. Next week. (laughs) (laughs) I've always said there's nothing that you can't throw at me. I know this character so well. And there's nothing that you could do to stump me because I know this character so well. And I'm, I'm at a fork in the road where what I want and what Drago wants 
and I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much for this. Uh, I'm trying to really kind of think back and take myself out of Drago's head here. It's really difficult to do because I love this character so much. Uh, there's been a prominent uh, image there in my head uh, during this whole uh, turn thing. So uh, Drago, upon seeing Grazet, automatically hits rage just because of uh, the emotions embedded within this character and the journey that uh, Drago's been on to get to this point. And it all began with Grazat killing his fucking father. And as the rage um, instantly hits on, like you're switching a light, it's just all, all at once, all encompassing. Uh, he naturally, his right hand grips the hilt of Dengon's deception, his father's blade. And uh, before he loses himself entirely to it, he looks down to Claude, who's obviously waiting to get on Brood. And there's almost an apologetic look in his eyes as uh, Drago stepped down off Brood. And... Uh, uh, no words to Claude. It's just a, that apologetic look. Uh, and Drago just eyes Grazet and begins walking uh, his full movement towards him. So stepping off the horse will take half of your movement. So Yeah, so he's 20 foot. So it's not as, as, as gravitas or as grand as, it, as I'm making it out to sound. But uh, yeah, he's, he's going to take the 20 foot um, into the middle of the field. So he's between the two skeleton giants yep. and he's he's trying to get directly opposite Grazer so just the whole in, time. Yeah, like, so just in front of eyes Karstan, are locked. Just in front of Karstan, eyes locked. Awesome. Um, he is going to take, the skeleton's going to take an attack of opportunity against you, um, but I rolled um, dog shit. So it was a 12 against your armor class. Yeah, that misses. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, cool. So you have got yourselves off. You're off Brood now. Brood continues to stand there um, and you're turning, trying to get yourself... Uh, in line with Grazet. He is still, however, um, about 60 feet away from you at the moment. Okay, so it's quite a distance, but you can see him clear as day there in front of you. Thank you very much, Drago and Brood. Folly, you find yourself in the air and uh, a little bit cold. What do you want to do? Well, with raging hard nips, Folly's seen... <laughs> Razet, uh, come into the battleground. He would immediately look at Drago. And I've seen him dismount from his horse. And he will probably just say to himself, um, good luck, Drago. And Folly is going to fly over to Helena land on the back of her steed and basically say to her we have a job to finish that doesn't, that doesn't sound like folly fuck you just fuck you <laughs> that does Sorry, I'll do it have... we have a job to finish milady and i will well I'm keeping fly active. I'm still holding concentration, but I've kind of landed on the back of the horse just in case I do need it. But I'm I'm not going to do any actions or anything like that. Okay. 
no bonus actions. I'm just going to leave it there. Claude, you see Drago, a, a mist come over his eyes, a glaze in his eyes, and you know what that means. You've seen it happen too many times. You see him strangely, though, calmly step off his horse. Normally when he rages, you see this blind speed. There seems to be some kind of control over this bit of rage as he steps off, doesn't break eye contact with this creature you can see off to your left, uh, kind of your 11 o'clock. This creature takes a swing at him. He doesn't even duck it. He just happens to miss. You stand there next to Brood, Drago's horse. Shield still up, watching him walk away. What do you want to do? Claude is going to strike uh, Brood as he turns, just to try and encourage Brood to move away. Hit okay. my horse! <laughs> and uh, I'm going to beeline for Karstan and put myself between Karstan and, and Drago. Okay. Karstan, I'm going to give you the healing potion that uh, we received from... I can't remember if it, if it was the... From the lady. Yeah, who made yeah. the portal happen, or if it was yeah. from Garmir. It was from the, yeah, one of the Magi. Yeah, the magi. yeah. and I didn't ask you what level of healing potion it was, Mark, by the way. They were, they were greatest. 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 Okay, it, I'm it, give... it was two that you got given, not two one. Two each. I'm going to give mine to Karstan. Well, both um, of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm just going to say, get her to the tower. And then I'm going to turn and stand in Jaga's shadow and cast Holy Weapon on Dengon's Deception. Uh, and Holy Weapon means that each of your strikes do an additional 2d8 Radiant. And I have a thing I can do as well while it's a Holy Weapon. But I'm just going to then, yeah, take my last five feet movement and just stand side by side with him, shield up. Okay. Thank you very much, Claude. Top of the round. The creatures close in. But for most of you, they seem like the least of your worries. As time ever creepeth onwards, the hordes of the blight enclose around you. The northwest... Northeast, south, northeast, southwest, southeast. As they slowly encapsulate the party, leaving a gap to the north and a gap to the south where he came from. Grazit steps forward and looks towards Karstan, Claude, and then finally his eyes rest on Drago and a small smile creeps across his face as you see the black teeth up here. Now, my old oh, friends, is this the way it will go? If it must be, it must be. And he draws his blade. Slowly, a ring almost echoes through the sky and a crack of thunder and a peal of rolling thunder comes from around the tower lightning and as he stands there sword in hand we're gonna have to wait till next week to find out ah! oh, i knew that was coming so i oh, yeah. okay mark you right. son of a bitch 
What the fuck? You brilliant oh. son of a bitch. And my oh. eyes the saddest thing that happened in this episode was when you struck Prude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Oh my god. I wanted him to be okay. I wanted him to run. Yeah, that's fair. You I was leaving him for you to take oh. Uh, okay. I didn't have the movement to get on him. No, 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 no. That was that was beautiful, Claude. You, I've got this um, wonderful image of drug the uh, uh, deception just glowing mm. furiously in Drago's hand right now, and it's like, mm. oh my god, I'm so excited! Wow. Well, oh god. <laughs> I'm more worried about oh. the two horses that are running off into the blight, if I'm being honest. We haven't found out their fate yet. We're gonna face them later as undead horse abominations. Yes. Uh, but yeah, but armored horse ob- ob- obsidianist yes. abominations. They're gonna be the big actual baddie. Long live brood. Just feels wow. so final. Wow. It does. It's I horrible. think it really is. I, I, that, just, uh, I did not I did not expect we, you to I, I know guy. what Folly wants to do, but I have to ask out of the game, are we generally splitting up right now? No, 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 no. That's a question that <sighs> we'll have to find out question, when yeah. we next come that to this. Like, so uh, for everyone out there who has tuned in and listened to us this week, thank you very much for making us a part of your everyday normal routine. Um, tune in next week, guys. I mean, come on. Like, we shouldn't sell this any more than that. That was fucking legit. Uh, oh man if you wanted to keep in touch with the podcast you can do so at our twitter page we have a combined one is at fellowship table then if you wanted to go one step further and mark looks like he's just like he's cracked the best evil plan oh, no. and he's watching it grow uh no, it's, yeah you follow him yeah you can follow me at i rolled a one you can follow darren at uh, darren page six you can follow callum at the d20 gamer you can follow Casey at Unicorn Quit. You can follow Drago's best friend in the whole world, Claude. Total <laughs> party thrills. You can follow Big Willy Will at Natural Twenty Will. And you can follow. Oh, speaking of Willies, yeah. R.I.P. Callum. Um, <laughs> you can follow our wonderful DM. <laughs> Hastily rolled DM. <laughs> Until next time, guys. Farewell. 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 Farewell.